Hello, everyone. It's been a long week, and one of the questions on my mind right now is, where is the love? Remember the old song back in the day, where is the love? Well, I've actually been thinking about love a lot lately. Our Sunday school lessons have recently been about love. Last week's lesson was based on the love chapter of the Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And we learned about the four different types of love. So today I wonder, on the eve of an election, where is the respect that we have for others? Where is agreeing to disagree with others? Where is civility? Where is politeness? Where is compassion? Where is disagreeing politically, but still being able to be friends and have a civil conversation? In short, where is the love? In the last few years, we have seen a great division here in America. The division has been so sharp, you're either standing on one side or the other. Both sides shouted at each other. And one side in particular seems to have very little love for the other side. Politeness has disappeared. Political discourse is something that's no longer a friendly debate. It's an all-out war in which friendships are lost and families are actually torn apart. And we know why. Our public leaders at the very top of our government have made it fashionable to be hateful, to be bigoted, to be racist, to be angry, to be all about us versus them. That doesn't seem like there's a we anymore. Remember that? We the people of the United States of America? We, plural, the people, one people, of the United States, not the states that are red, not the states that are blue, not the states with Republican governors, not the states with Democratic governors, but the states, the United States of America. Where is the love? There is so more demeaning and shouting and lying at every turn. And frankly, with the election being a few short days up away from here, I'm kind of glad it's almost over. I have gotten sick and tired of all of the rhetoric. I just want to get it over with. Now, mind you, the number of people that have already voted in the United States is already more than the entire number that voted back in 2016 for the presidential election. So that says something right there about how important this election is. But I'm not going to focus on the election today. I'm going to focus on how can we bring back civilization? Can we even bring it back? Can we bring back civil political discourse? Can we bring back debating politics in a friendly way, which each person says their piece and goes on and continues to be friends. Can we bring it back?
I think we can. I think we can bring it back by first using our faith. Now, before you jump on me saying, well, not everybody is a Christian. This is true. Not everyone is a Christian. And I respect and affirm people of all faith traditions and even those of no faith. But every faith tradition and every human being has heard of and somewhere should embrace the idea of the golden rule. Simply doing to other people what you want them to do to you. That's it. So if we just follow that simple, basic golden rule, we'll be further ahead now than all of the church services and all of the religions combined. We need to refuse to go low when other people go low. Michelle Obama said it best when she says, when they go low, we go high. That is something we have to do. Now, I'll be honest, it's pretty darn hard to do because people go low so quickly. Sometimes we want to drop right down there with them. But we need to hold ourselves to a higher standard. Yes, I believe a Christian standard, but let's just talk at a human standard. A human standard of a one human being who cares enough and respects the humanity enough of another human being to allow them their opinion, even if we don't like that opinion. We have to remind our children that the bad behavior they see from our elected officials is not the way they should act. We need to remind them that politeness and kindness and simple good manners is still in style, still in fashion, and still necessary for us to get ahead. Yes, some people do get ahead by bragging and lying and braggadocious and greed. They do. But for how long? And at what cost to their soul and to the souls of those who feed into them? We got to remind people of right and wrong. We have to model good behavior. That means when someone goes on off, off on us, we can't go back off on them. Yeah, I know that's hard too. But we can and we will do better. <clears throat> Respecting differences is important. Realizing that every human being that is thinking and breathing has their own perspective about any aspect of life. And even though you can be close to someone, you can be the twin brother or sister of someone, your way of looking at it is different from their way of looking at it. And that's okay. God made us with all the variations of perspective, just like the variations of plant and animal life. God expects us to have different perspectives, and it's okay to have them, but we should not attempt to bulldoze over someone else and argue about them at every turn. It's okay to disagree. It's okay to remind ourselves that we are all human. It's okay to be mindful of someone else's opinions, and even sometimes step back and let someone else get it out of their systems. 
We don't have to be right all the time. It's just like they are not always wrong all of the time. There's a little good and bad on both sides of the argument. And what we need to do as human beings, find that good. In a few days, we will be electing a president of the United States of America. If we want to be that um, united nation, that united country, then we need to start uniting one by one. We can't expect our federal officials to do it for us. We can't expect our politicians or our ministers or our faith leaders or our teachers. We have to do it individually, one by one. Choose decency. Choose righteousness. Choose truth. Choose justice. The choice is easy. Choose those things now and we will reap the benefits. But if we don't choose them, we are going to literally tear our nation apart. None of us wants that to happen. All of us want to stay united. I really believe that good people are trying to work this thing out. So let's be a good person. Let's choose to do the right thing this week. Let's choose to speak with someone, to smile with someone. Let's choose to vote for the candidate that we believe in. And let's choose to be willing to defend that belief in a calm and polite manner, without name-calling, without yelling, without all of the verbal abuse, and without threatening We are living closer to the end times than we ever have before. We don't know, as Christians, when Jesus is going to crack the sky and when the rapture will come. We don't know when the end of the age will be here and it'll be time for us to meet our maker. Well, whether or not you're a Christian or believe in anything, life is short. Our individual days are numbered. Do we want to spend them angry and bitter and defensive and yelling and stressed out by a bunch of leaders that really don't care two hoots about us one way or the other? Or are we willing to live and let live and realize the right of our brother or sister, whether they look like us, worship like us, love like us, or live like us, or speak like us. Whether they do any of those things, they're right to live in peace the way they choose. We can't judge anyone. All we can do is do the best with what we have. So this week, start looking around and trying to figure out where is the love? See if you can find some love in every day of your life and see if you can spread a little bit around. There's never too much love to go around and there's plenty of it. We just have to make sure that we become carriers of love. Okay, folks, that's it for now. Talk to you later.